Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 210. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westmouth video game, 30-some years after the Eastern Invasion mainline campaign. It is played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. Trick, you just have four days off, which means you're supposed to be back on patrol. You can either go on patrol or you can make a social check if you don't want to be on patrol. I think I'll make some kind of social check. Trick will indicate that he has to, because we received this message bird, we need to send it back appropriately and have us working on something we might be able to do something for this guy today. That is normally the biggest threat, sorting that out. Uh, but I will send, I will send mate along in my stead to provide more, okay. provide some aerial okay. uh, survey. So you're making this case to Baywin as she's brushing down her pony and getting yes. ready to, to head out. Because he'll want to stay far away from the Falcon anyway. So you are offering mate in your stead. You're making a case based on the value, I think. Is this negotiate? Because I'm... I think this is negotiate. You're making sort of like this is where you're needed, essentially. What are you trying to get her to do? Just get off of work for the day. Oh. <laughs> and Otto some... says, yeah, I'm sending milk toast in for the day, too. <laughs> milk toast. Mm. <laughs> okay. So she doesn't have negotiate. No. NPCs never do. She has three presents. That is unfortunate. Uh, do we get a blue die? You get a blue mate? die for mate helping. That's right. Whether or not mate helps or not. Uh, mate does not have presence. Surprisingly, does not have negotiate. You would think by now, mate. <laughs> no, he just steals. <laughs> Four successes and an advantage. Okay. Uh, you know, sometimes you're an elf short, so this could be a good exercise for the rest of the crew. <laughs> for practicing with not having enough elves. Yeah, I mean, you, it happens. Someone gets injured or incapacitated. What if someone's incapacitated by some, some attack that knocks them out? That's happened earlier okay. this week. Uh, um, but I'll be busy writing a letter all day. Super boring, I know. Okay, so she is going to take Renwick and Endopolis and Mate. And you guys were eastern edge of the forest last time, so now they're heading south for their stint there. And you're writing the letter today? Uh, he's got to write the letter back to, to Maul so he gets whatever information from HEPA. Oh, yeah, Hippo's like, and tell him... So you're essentially taking dictation from Hippo? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So especially the stuff, I don't know if I want to call it magic, but he may be interested to know about that stuff. You sure he'll want to know about that? I mean, it's just properties. You want to try to obfuscate this to not say magic? or? Trick will probably try to avoid the word magic. Okay. Vapors. Vaporous gases. You're going to make a deception check. That's perfect. That's exactly the kind of check I want to make. And also, I'm sure Hepa's going to throw in some random bits of other things that she was, she's was she been thinking about with alchemy. Are you going to throw in, like, why didn't Elric write me a letter? I think she might be a little bit too busy, but she will want to pass on a message to Elric. Since she's got Just to... a, a private message to Elric. That'll be going to Elric as well. Um, well or I, I can scribble with whatever things in margin. Yeah, it depends on what uh, how much... How busy I am with the brewing, it might be just a until Alec I miss him, you know. I will oh, say God. that like you will have some free time. Like, you know, you set up things going and they have to percolate and, and bubble and stuff, but you aren't like mashing things constantly. Okay. So That's you can certainly filtering. you can certainly like engage in, in banter. Okay. That sounds good. Uh I'll check with Frandalil in case he wants to send anything back to Lady Oh. That's Since, Sabine? Since Sabine. there's the harness rig. Yeah, like we're sending letters back. We haven't that. we haven't investigated the elephant artifact. Does anybody else have anything they want to send to South Tower? I gotta tell you, not many elves have business in South Tower these days. I mean if I can write a proper letter to Alric, then I will tell him about Ketchin and What will you tell him about Ketchin? Just something happened. And He's been better. We're working on, you know. Because he's his friend. That he got here safely, but then we screwed it up. 
do you say we screwed it up or do you say elves screwed it up or like how much blame do you place on yourself for this this will matter for when hell finds out <laughs> i don't know neither of them can read well as far as we know hell can't read maybe she can I think she might say there was a misunderstanding and an alchemical interaction. Because, I mean, Damal knows about a lot of the stuff. They could probably put two and two together. Also, there was a misunderstanding involving Ketchin. Yeah, that sounds like him. Ketchin shows up, and now suddenly we're asking about this Paul and Depper Cap more urgently. And there's a human. I, I think there's enough information that they could probably put all that together. So I think she's just going to tell, she'll tell Alric that there was some, I don't know, maybe an accident. You know, we're working on an antidote. I don't know. She might call it a magical accident because the, from her perspective, it might be more maybe magical slash alchemical. Demal is the one who has to read this to Alric. She doesn't know that. Alric can read as far as Huppa knows. So yeah, she's going to put magical chemical. I mean, I think she wants to give him an update and she'll say, you know, she'll update him as soon as she knows. So that sort of thing. Heppa is writing her own letter to Alric? Yeah, if I can. I mean, okay. unless he wants to write it down, she will happily tell no, that, that's fine. It, it makes sense that while you were doing the alchemy type stuff, he was taking the notes down for, like, them all and things like that. Yeah. Okay. She may even be a little bit strangely focused now that she's got a big thing, but probably that's still pretty likely okay. for her. Trick. Yes. You go to Thrandalo. He asks whether Catchin's awake yet? Hopefully tomorrow. Heppa's working on some, some stuff. And then you inquire about sending stuff back. Yeah, I tell him we're, we received a message back from South Tower. We can send something back if you had something you wanted to send to Lady Sabine or anyone else in South Tower. He dashes out a note for Sabine related to where he thinks the brooch was made. Since it sounds like you're preparing to deliver stuff, he hands you the brooch as well as the letter. Can a bird carry this? It's a small piece a pin type thing. Okay. It's not on a chain, but it's not much bigger than a walnut. It's flat. It's shaped like an ornate leaf. Okay. So he hands that to you, and I would like you to make a discipline check. Average. That is a failure with a triumph and two advantages. Okay. You are definitely not perceiving anything about the brooch. Okay. But you have a triumph. I was going to, maybe not ask directly, but... Try to figure out, like, is Thrandall made any advancements with his staff? Does he seem as normal as always? He's obviously still eager for Ketchin to try something out, but I don't know if there's anything to be revealed there. I don't know that that's worth a triumph. I have two advantages I can spend on that. Okay. You can spend the advantages on that, and I will tell you that it remains in multiple pieces here. Okay. They never got around to assembling it, so you come into the office, like, the staff is on a rack. The skull is indeed sitting, like, on his desk, and he does have, like, sketches of it, sketches okay. of the shard and stuff. And you see also open other pages and stuff of similar-looking things. You know, he's gotten drawings from other people of stuff from historical <laughs> records. Okay. But it doesn't look like... Like, he's his not like his eyes keep drifting over to it while he talks to you. It's not like that. Okay. okay. Situation normal. Yes. But if you would like to use the Triumph... You could spend it to be able to prepare in advance for something uh, dramatic that will be happening shortly. Uh, trick. He doesn't notice anything in the bridge itself, but he just, you know, just a little... This is going too well. Um, you get a bad feeling sometimes. So if you want that... Ah, uh, sure. I think that's, that's reasonable. Trick, I will just say, has a sense of foreboding. So you leave Thrandall's office with your letter with your sense of foreboding, and then your sense of foreboding is justified now as mate comes zooming in. Oh, right, he went out off. Um, yes. He went out this morning with your crew. That's right, and something bad happened. And now it is later in the day, and mate comes zooming back to you. Nate does not carry letters or anything like that, but mate comes up to you, and mate says... Alright, so he'll echo words he's heard before. Yes. So so he'll say, The master! The master! That's not good. That's not, no, I know where that comes from. And pause. Catchin's just holding them back the whole time. That's why he's so tired. He's always holding They're, a gun. Yeah. So, Hippo spent a day brewing. And 
you already make the alchemy roll for that or not? No, I didn't make the alchemy. Okay. Oh, because I was going to get an upgrade from yes. some triumph. An upgrade from Damal's excellent advice. Yeah. So please make that alchemy roll. Which I'll make sure to put that in the letter that he's been invaluable. It was really helpful what he sent. And she has more questions for him. The difficulty here is going to be average. The upgrade was his super excellent advice. And that was a result of having a triumph. Yeah. So you also get a blue die because you have consulted an expert. <laughs> I have a debt to the alchemist. <laughs> yeah, you guys have a tab at the party glass now. You also get a blue die from Fenowin because Chick used his you owe me a favor to get her assistance and she contributed those counteracting herb agents. I am going to spend my last story point here to upgrade the difficulty there. Perhaps you would like to upgrade using story point? I do, and only because I've been rolling like crazy today. Aww. I fail, but I have advantages. How many advantages? Four advantages. Maybe I get some information about he can just sleep it off for a couple, another well, week, or no? Well, <laughs> we, we already discussed that. We can let the dapper in cap completely leave his system... And then you don't have to do anything treatment related to that. Right. Maybe I could do a healing to try to speed it along a little? Remove the, some of the effect? Yes. I will say that you don't manage to make the alchemical treatment speedily enough here. Mm -hmm. And so you essentially are left with, we can wait three days while this thing continues to boil. And during that time, I can attempt other things. Right. Or in three days' time, I finally have this ready to try. So your advantages can be used... To say, I didn't completely fail, but it just takes a lot longer. Yes. Okay. If you do nothing else, in three days, you will have the material. Okay. You can continue to try other approaches in the right. days that come, or you can deal with other things that trick is perhaps running in now. Um, yeah, because it seems like if it's gonna, if it's actually that I have to attend to it for three days, then maybe I can only do limited things. Right now, it's essentially simmering for three days. You are allowed to go and do other things on those days. Right. But it is evening on day five here. Yep. And mate has flown into you and is um, me know. trying to like mime out things, but he's a magpie. That's not yep. very. Like, I, I got the message. You he's did a also great job. like he's kind of agitated. I will try to calm Mate down first. Mate picks up a stick and like kind of like pretends like he's jabbing it at you. Like, I, I got the I got I got the picture, pal. I give him <laughs> I give him a, a pemmican snack. Like you, you did an excellent job. He sounds adorable. <laughs> I will get some people to the south front immediately. I need you to make a check for him. A survival check. I think survival is the appropriate check here. He this is, is this is not like you need to give him orders, but no. this is like he's afraid and upset. So. Yeah. He's a bird, he doesn't understand. He knows some things are bad. Yeah. It's not against his will, is it? Sure. He's got one will and no discipline. He's easily distracted, apparently. Yeah, I mean you're giving him pemmican. One success and two advantages. Okay. You ate some pemmican as well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I know they're south. I know that means skeletons, possibly under-dead, but it looks like skeletons is what I associate that with. Yes. And I will say this. It took you and Hepa several days to make your way to Hisenham. Yeah. But you recall, you also got lost several times. Yes. And we... you do know that the elves in Esperin Forest, the largest concentration of them are, like, here in the center where you guys live. But you remember, you guys did stay at, like, a house. That was where Hepa yes. got the parchment originally. So there are some elf... Homes further south of here. So I think Trick goes to like the scout quarters. Bailin is out, but whatever team is off. Okay. Trick can give them like I just got an urgent message from the south, Bailin's group that they are under attack by undead. How long will it take to get get some more people down there? Ah. You can make a like, leadership check. I think you need a leadership check. I don't want to say there's like a cry wolf thing, but like. Trick is not usually the one issuing no, orders. No, definitely not. That's fair. And you did cause a necromantic rod scare recently, though. So that gives you some cachet. There was a creepy rod. Yeah, so you do get a blue die because of that. Okay. But it's a group of three. I will upgrade. Two successes and two threats. 
Uh, if the threat bank has been filled and cached, I'd be happy to take strain or take a black die to something since I, the trick is a bit distracted. I think I will use those two threats. Okay. To say that some of these elves think you're somehow responsible. You can think of whatever you want right now. Right. You yeah. succeeded. They're going to yeah. do this. But, like, you were the one who lost the necromantic rod. Now you're the one who's saying, like, oh, there's skeletons up. And you're the one who brought a human into town. Like We might be responsible. I agree. I'm a very active person. <laughs> <laughs> so What did you do in the last week? Oh, I patrolled the western border. I patrolled the northern border. <laughs> did you see the falcon that went by? Birds are allowed to fly above our forest trick. Maybe. Birds wearing leathers? So, this group, who were off-duty, they... Mount up their ponies and stuff, but also, like, you have successfully, quote-unquote, sounded the alarm. This group of scouts is going to immediately mount up and head south. Yes. But there's also, like, a larger issue. It, this is not just, like, oh, these scouts are going to deal with something. You're saying there's an undead attack. Yes. So there is also going to be... I don't know, call the council, I guess that's a thing? Yep. I should check with Hebba. Like, maybe this is because... Catching's condition has changed, for better or worse. So after sounding an alarm, that's where a trick will head immediately. Okay. You still have Lady Sabine's pendant, her brooch. Right. I'm just reminding Oh, I never, I have to get this to at some point. I'm just not, telling yes. you, you have it, and it's a magical item. I will try not to forget that I have that. If Trick himself is just, like, sticking it in his bag and we'll worry about it later, that's That fine. is 100% what is happening. You just okay. put it on, that way you don't lose it. It is going in the bag to be dealt with uh, at another time. Adarin can wait for another day. That's fine. Uh, yes. Goes to Kajin's hut. Hepa is watching something percolate, and she's, like, lowering her fire down lower and lower and lower, and she's muttering about, like, oh, I has to stay at, like, such a steady temperature for it. This is going to take forever to boil down. Yeah. Burst in. Trick how, much, how far can I get away with now? Is Kajin awake? No. Is there, is there any change in his demeanor? Is there? He remains unconscious and in the exact same position you left him. No, this is going to take a while to boil down. Okay, we I... have a problem. What is it? Uh, <laughs> southern scouts guard. Most likely they've been attacked by undead. Or were fighting undead. And they got to the village? No, mate got back. And let me know. How many? I don't know. Enough to cause trouble. Uh, mate starts like... You don't have like to count? tweeting, essentially, like yeah. There's a lot of whistles. Are you summoned as a scout? I summoned. I sounded the alarm because I got this information. Uh huh. I wanted to know is maybe it's because something happened to catch him. I mean, bad news does follow this guy, but he's not a necromancer. I didn't say that. No, nothing has changed here. What do you do? You think it has to do with the rod? I don't know, the staff that we brought back? That's a possibility, but we had it for like a month and nothing seemed to happen. Two months even. Two months. But, how fast? but now there's two staffs. But how fast do they go? Skeletons? Will they shamble? I don't really have time to... <laughs> and how many times have we set it off since it's been here? Only you can tell me that. Once in the forest. Okay. There's undead attacking. We need to alert the council. I think we should ask your mom to do that, because Uncle Thran, that might Tenna be bad. is on the council. Well, she's on the council. Yes. Yes, and we, we should, should definitely ask mother. her. And I think probably... she would be very glad to hear the news first. <laughs> okay, I'm glad that's there was more to that sentence than I thought. <laughs> uh, prestige. To be in the know. I mean, even Hepa knows how ambitious her mother is. He's fine to just sit here? I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I don't hope not. No. Do we have a guard left? Did, was everybody sent? There is somebody who is stationed to maintain awareness of Catching's Hut. That person has not left. It's not Endophilus right now, because Endophilus right. did go on his patrol. Let's and go you're talk to your mom. I was going to say, are you sure? But I don't know how you got any of the information. Do you have information? Yes. I think we should talk to Mother. She'll know what to do. <laughs> well, tell her that I'm going to head south, too. Get a little responsible for this mess, but I'll drag Fennel with me. You're taking Fennel south with you, not yes. to Penna. Not to Penna. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we go to see the Lady Penna. Okay. I would like you to make a social check against Penna to present this news to her. <sighs> I can try to help, That's especially knowing that good. you wanted you came maybe mentioned that you came straight to her. 
That's true. That would give you get a blue die. She's red, purple, purple. And she's a sorceress, so she's perfect for this. Nope. Unfortunately, it is one advantage. One of the worst. Well, not the worst possible thing, but so many failed rolls tonight. The failed roll does not mean she doesn't listen to you. No. It means she's not happy. I mean, she wouldn't be happy anyway, but she does blame you in some regard. I'm happy to accept all the blame you can <laughs> you can sling, but right now we need to deal with this. It's kind of like the sort of um, attitude that Hapa gets all the time is like directed at, at you as well. But she does take you seriously. Yeah. And uh, so uh, call the council. I'm going to head south right away. I already alerted the scouts. They're sending reinforcements. Okay. I don't know if the council meets right away for things like this. Or... Yes, the council is going to meet immediately because probably... A group of shaman are going to have to be gathered together to be sent as well. They're not normally assigned. Sometimes scouting parties will like one shaman, but she does ask whether you have information on the type of undead. I suspect skeletons. I do not have explicit information. Okay. Based on what the reports I heard and my past dealings with skeletons, that's what it sounded like. Okay. Undead creatures that are armed with weapons, not shambling corpses, okay. not ghosts. Then Penna will ask, um, but you said you're taking Penna one with you. Okay. Yes, I mean, if Hepa wants to come, that's I'm certainly not trying to cut you out. I have no idea what Hepa should do. She doesn't actually officially have a career, so she doesn't really have a... <laughs> she will have to decide what do she whatever should do. she wants. Like, Penna is, is just kind of like, you need magical support, and you're like, Fenowin is coming with me. It's more like, I'm dragging Fenowin okay. with me. That's fine. I'll come with you. I can I'll, bring, very I'll bring all the runes we have. I wonder if we should bring the staff. Was effective. That seems like a not entirely sure that's a bad idea. I'm not entirely sure that's a good idea. So certainly, if you just bring it, we may be able to control them. I don't like that idea. And by we, she means you. <laughs> I, I like that idea even less. <laughs> she doesn't say that part. I will go get this. That, I mean, that's a good way for me to get murdered later. <laughs> executed, I believe, is the word you're thinking of. When you're the one being executed, I think you view it as murder. So. You guys are heading out quickly. We can take the horses. Is it that far? To get there fast, being on yeah. pony makes sense. Do you leave any instructions with anybody regarding catching? Oh, I don't know. How how far is the south? On foot, it took you guys several days. But on horse, you can get to this location in a few hours. Yeah, so I'll leave some instructions with the scout. Maybe I'm going to write something down in case something happens to us for long periods of time on how to maintain him. And how to maintain the potion. Okay. Is it something that I'm sure it'll be ready in this amount of time? Or it's something that I... It'll probably be ready, but I would have to see if it's ready? It's like, once it gets down to this level, then it's concentrated enough. Okay. So anybody would be able to judge that. Okay, so then I'm trying to think of who might be the best person to tell this stuff to. If it would just be the scout. My sister comes to mind, but she's a sorceress. She's probably heading to the front lines. She will once the council figures out how they want to apportion their magical resources. Is this the sort of thing that a scout generally you'd be like, yeah, this seems like they could handle that, or it's like... I feel like they tend to be adaptable. The scouts are highly observant. Okay, They're okay. like, many of them are no-nonsense, not right. all of them. Well, detail-oriented is probably more of what I'm looking for here. With But you could also choose, like, an older elf who you know is definitely not going to go fight. Nasir was the other person. Nasir, an extremely responsible person. Yes, that's what I was like. Is an is a scout going to be or not? But Nasir seems like somebody who could do caretaking and probably wouldn't screw up an alchemical, you know, like right at that line. That was the. Hatchin's gonna wake up to. Well, my boy, how you feeling? <laughs> what? I think Nasir is the good choice because you don't know the level of the threat, and it may be that scouts have to. I'll go. Go. Okay. So yeah, then I will go. Okay. This year, he had his time on a war front, but he is not a fighter. Right. So he is not going to go marching off. So I think he's a good choice for this. I will ask Trick, what have you told this year about your visitor? Because you, you talked to your dad some about some yeah. of your travels, but you avoid things that you think might upset him. And... Yeah, that we... He's here to help Uncle Thran with his, like, research project that he's a mage. I think Trip will mention that, like, bad news seems to follow him, or, like, bad luck seems to chase him. Have you complained to Nasir about Fenwin? 
this has been like a multi-day stretch of time since the incident happened. And yeah. Like, is Trick the kind that like tells his dad about how his day went over dinner or? Yeah. I don't know if the seer has much stomach for complaining or anything. He probably just listens and is like, well, better deal with that. <laughs> My boy. My boy. Yeah, probably Trick vented his frustration that like Fenwin just like went out and did this, like knocked him out. I know she's coming from the right place, but. Okay. Mainly, I just kind of wanted... How much does Nasir know about Yeah, catching? and just, like, what the flavor of, of this is from Nasir's perspective. Like, yeah. So that when Habba comes in and asks, can you monitor these things and take this action and, and such. I will say that we said that it will take three days for your potion to finish brewing, mm-hmm. but triumphs can be spent over the courses of the next things to, like, knock a day off that list. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know how long I'll be gone, but he I don't know if he'll just wake up. I mean, this is the first time anybody's encountered this. So what she would, if he agrees to it, what she would like to convey is the feeding mm-hmm. and caretaking and then the potion, but also that she doesn't know if he wakes up and that he hasn't had access to some medicine she doesn't know what he's taking for. So he may be kind of unstable. She's going to reiterate, she doesn't think catching is dangerous, so she's going to say that, but he may be unstable. You may need access to it, but it is dangerous for elves. Like, she'll tell him about the, I don't know okay. if he's heard of it, but that it ooh, it can cut, cut off the access to the spell casting for so probably temporarily. Where is the dapper ink cap right now? I think she's going to leave it in his quarters in a satchel. Okay. I think at that point, she would probably keep it closer to his bed just in case he wakes up and he's like, must have this, you know, or whatever. Okay. But she just doesn't know what his state is going to be when he wakes up and how much he's going to need it or not. So that's what okay. she's going to say. But also, I think she's probably of the opinion that you would have to ingest it or breathe it in okay. for it to affect elves, but maybe don't touch it directly and, you know. All right. He tells you to be careful and to keep an eye on his boy. Oh, thank you. All right. You uh, mounting up behind Hepa on Butterbell here? I think so. Don't we have Petunia? So Petunia is Camellia's, and last oh, time oh, right. okay. Petunia did not get along with Trixo very well. That's fine. So I think probably it makes sense for him to ride with you. We'll, we'll try that. You don't have to make a riding check to okay. be a, the passenger. But I think I have just a little bit more insight with why you would choose Nasir to go pick you up. It's like oh. when you're like, who's the most responsible elf I know? Nasir. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Okay, so I do need a riding check from Hepa, mm-hmm. and there's a black die from the extra passenger. How much of a hurry are you in? Is it more important to you to get there safely or to get there fast? I think safely, because I don't think Hepa really thinks we're that integral to. Like, she doesn't have a sense that we're the most important thing. I mean, we have the staff, but she doesn't think that we're... So you're bringing the staff with you? In you part, know? in pieces, I think. Okay. And then the runes... Dad, I mean, I'm assuming Daddy doesn't object. How many stabs are you bringing? Just the most gonna, recent one? Yeah, I was just going to bring the most re- recent one since we know that one. And that stuff. Yeah, and then I know that the rune works on skeletons. And okay. If I can bring the ice rune, I guess he gave that back to me. So it would just be if Daddy lets me bring the most recent staff. And are you bringing the ruby ring? Yeah, I guess that seems like it's my ring for some reason, but even well, though it's not. The ruby... Is you bought it uh-huh. and stole it. <laughs> I stole it, it's mine. Alright. It is going to be one purple upgraded to a red, because you are going carefully. Uh three advantages. It takes you longer to find the elvish front than you wanted it to. Okay. We just have to take the scenic route when we head south. I mean, there's some really nice things to see along the way. Well, I mean, considering that I don't really feel like we're so That's true. like we're just two people, and I don't. And you just became a scout, and I don't even have a career. It's not like I'm like, hey, let's call Hepa and Trick. That's that's the people we need for this. It is dawn when you reach. We ride them. through the night. Yeah, well, there was like running around town and setting things up and talking to people and stuff like that. It yep. was already late when you headed out. You ride through the night, and by the time you locate everything, it is dawn on day five. Does that consume the advantages to get there, or? No, you have these advantages. Uh, you have not slept, though. So, I, I will say I'll say this. Trick, you had a triumph, which is how Nate got the news to you faster yes. than otherwise would have happened. 
So you have reached the front lines, maybe not by the fastest pony, but still earlier than you otherwise would have. Like any other reinforcements went sooner and perhaps more capably than we did, but yes. But to be triumphant here, essentially you elves have a leg up on dealing with the oncoming problem. This is represented by there is time to plan and like figure out what the approach is going to be. And there is time to like, you know, talk with your small group of scouts about what exactly they saw. And there are some elves who live in this section of the forest. You're not gone all the way down to Hissenham here. You're like in an area of the forest, which now that you have talked with Nasir and stuff like that, this is close to the section of the forest where the retreat was hit. Right. You are coming into all of this having suffered too strain because you rode through the night and didn't get any rest. Yep. Heba has three advantages on her riding check there. Those advantages can be used for what you suggest, or they can be blue dice on rolls, or they can be recovered strain. Well, I have the second wind, and I haven't really used that much strain, so I'm wondering if maybe we could use it for something that, like, we either stopped along the way to get something that would be useful, or we thought to bring appropriate some other appropriate supplies besides... I don't know what we would I thought need. it might just be that the other scouts have useful information to share, or they're not particularly injured. And really, like, really, mate saw the skeletons, like, outside the forest. Oh, yeah, yeah, that maybe get, we got more advance notice. And it's not that they... This guy party has been fighting them yet. Maybe they've spotted oh. them and have properly pulled okay. back to keep an eye on things. Okay. So we can use the advantages towards yeah. a friendly timeline. Yeah. You guys arrive. Other groups of scouts arrived ahead of time. And they all said that Trick sounded the alarm. So you get there and Beowin comes up to you. And she's kind of like, how did you know? So from Beowin's perspective... They saw, they haven't actually fought any skeletons. Right, right, right. So Mate saw the skeletons flying around, and he went and alerted you, and that was hours before Bailin and Indopolis and Renwick even espied anything going on. So far more elvish forces are here, and there has not yet been an engagement. But I will say that Bailin's information for you is not that whatever it was, came from outside the forest. That's even worse. Movement came from inside the forest. Beowin is older than you are. She knows about the fight 30 years ago. She knows that these shambling corpses that are on their way here, along with some skeletons, are all coming from the area in which the retreat was attacked back in Mount Ravenel's time. Okay. So the place where the little cross swords are. Yep. Maybe what my job could be is cleaning up remains. Because this seems to be the big problem. is like undead, when they die, then they just come back again. You know, proper burial is a hard thing to do when you're retreating. And people forget exactly where. And, you know, it's hard memories for a lot of folks. Yeah, people don't want to return to the site. Which is why we need a professional to take care of. I need a bone dowser. Okay. Uh, I will let Bayouin know, like, eyes in the sky are faster than on, on the ground. And it's a nice little callback to when she teased you about... Not having a pony, not riding. Not being able to ride Nate. She acknowledged, though, at the time that Nate could be good at delivering messages, and so she's impressed by your nice little assistant scout. She admits she doubted it when you said that he could be a replacement. I think you were right to doubt. I'm glad that worked out, at least. I, I ask if, like, everyone on the team is okay. Yes, they haven't actually engaged. They've been monitoring and they've been making, they've been trying to locate any elves that actually have houses down here to get them out of the way. Have the creatures, you said maybe a skeleton and possibly a shambling corpses. There's definitely some shambling corpses. Are they moving towards the center in any way or it's very okay? Yes, yes they are. And they're Sorry, did you just say they're not, that's not surprising? Correct. You think they're making a move for the, how would she refer the to this human, location? The human, the visitor? No, she wouldn't say that. She has no reason to say that. Oh, okay. She, like, I mean, I told Redwick that. Like, the she guys... may, maybe she thinks of the staff or the oh, village. Oh, that's a possibility. 
I'm like, this? The population center is what she's concerned that they're going for. But yes, you're right. You you talked with Renwick about Catchin, and so Renwick... Unless he's going to keep that to himself as a secret. Well, no, no, no. Like, that is a possible threat to the forest. So I guess, yeah, Renwick will be like, is this a valid visitor? It could be. This is the trouble that follows him? Well, it could be the trouble that follows him when, you know, someone knocks him out cold. Fenwin is, uh... I'll say, I've traveled with him before, and... Actually, never encountered it. Well, okay, no, there was one time in the swamp. <laughs> but that's the swamp. They're already. I could put together the staff and see if they change direction. Oh, to like see if you can lure them with the staff. That see, does seem like an idea. Or see if it is the staff, because yeah, I, be staff. I'm assuming they don't move that fast, so it might have just taken them a little time to rally. Or they may be confused because we took it apart. That's definitely an idea. How so that would be people... okay with you, Baron. Remembering her politeness. How many people did we lose 30-odd years ago at the retreat? Was it dozens? Was it hundreds? Just like, how many undead could we be dealing with here? All right. This requires us to, like, have a better sense of how many elves actually live in Esperin Forest. Yeah. So, I feel like population of Hissenham could reasonably have been around 50 humans. Okay, so very small. So then the elvish force that would have been down on that border was probably like 40... Yeah, comparable. Okay, so... 40 elves. Not all of them died there. No. So we're mostly dealing with tens of elves. Yeah. Elvish so forces. probably there was around a dozen elves that died. Plus some humans. Plus... Some humans in Hissenham died, but that wasn't right at the same location. Right. Ooh. I hope Rumble Dumbledore's okay. We can try to dispatch somebody, like, around to head further south, unless you want your bird to go. I don't know if he's going to have the best communication capability with those. The other point here, though, is that, yes, only around a dozen elves died on that retreat. Okay. But... They did smash and fight a variety of undead. And if you're saying that undead themselves rise again, then it's not just our dead who fell in the battle, but also the undead dead that fell in the battle. My experience with undead is once you put them down twice, they're done. <laughs> My understanding was that a lot of undead just were destroyed or just died when Mount Ravenal was struck. But I don't know... If that means they're destroyed forever, or what it... I don't know what it means to to destroy an undead and what they can... If they can come back or not, versus if they just collapse because their master was no longer there. Valen's got no idea. I don't either, but I'm, I'm seeing the benefit of retreating so that you're not a dead body to continue to fight. That is the problem with undead. Uh... So, so potentially we're looking at maybe 10 to 30 assailants. Okay. Depending on what woke them and what's making them move. Yeah. Uh, we've definitely, like, our scouts have seen at least six, some of which were six skeletal distinct. and some of which yeah, yeah. were still had some remnants of flesh clinging to them. But so far no one has engaged. No. Okay, then I'll put together the staff and see if that's what okay. is Get their done. attention and get them maybe to follow us out. Or wherever it makes sense for them to be. Do an ambush, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you can choose your ground, essentially, and it sounds like you're going to try a lure. I mean, I don't even know that that's going to work, but I think it seems the most likely scenario is that they're following the staff, even though that may not be the case. Or just give me the staff, I'll run in there and smash it on the ground, just like all of them totally work out. So is your plan to move laterally, or is your plan to charge into their midst? I think laterally is our first thing we can try. It feels like with the group we have and our, the nature of the way I'm guessing elves fight, probably whatever we can do to lure them where we need them to be so that we can attack them from trees or whatever. Elves are very much tree-based ambush fighters. Yeah, so that's what I think we'll be, we'll and, be trying to do. And the mounted scouts do a, a lot of shoot while like charging by kind of things. I'm assuming Beowyn might have a, the best idea of how what would be the best... So Baywin lays out her highly detailed map of Esperin Forest. 
you guys look it over to like try to decide whether it's a good ambush point so that you guys can get into position with the staff and kind of see do the undead come this way. I will need a check. Military science check? <laughs> I think that's knowledge adventuring. I think, yeah, I think a knowledge adventuring check it is. You guys can make it combined. Sure, I have no points. I have two points. I'll give you a blue die. It's going to be three purples to represent the size of the foe yep. that you're attempting to manipulate. Do we have any story points? We have two story points, by all means. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, this is a knowledge skill. Yeah, Ooh. so it, can, it could go really well if it goes well. Right. I did succeed. Oh, amazing. With four advantages. So you choose a very advantageous location, and you have four advantages. I'm going to consume some of those advantages to change reality and say that, yes, they will be lured by the staff. I was wondering if they actually were or not, but I was going to ask if we could do that. I would say that you assemble it, and what's your plan? Is it that you're going to have Trick wield it on the assumption that he's the humanist, most human? Uh, It could be that. Like I could go alone, or we could both go. I feel like it might be better for two people to go, so that one person's not stuck alone down there with the undead. Heba's the only one who is capable of operating the runes themselves. That would be another reason to have her along. Can we both try? Because I really would like to test this whole, like, if the staff, if it doesn't seem like it's making a difference, but if you, and you yeah. holding it would be the thing, but I think... I have, unfortunately, a lot of experience with the staff. I, I will do this. Okay. Trick will accept the responsibility of dealing with this. Besides, if he pulls it off, it'll be amazing. <laughs> it'll be a great story. Well, then I'll be here to make sure that you don't... It's oh, gonna be harder know. for me to like sl- like activate though if you're if another person is right there. So we should both be in the area, but you should be far enough away. Does that make sense? I don't know what happens if we're both behind the staff. Smash it down together. And it seems like the rune activates if you just drop it. I didn't know if I could actually help with activating runes since I know how to do. You runes. both like have a hand on the staff. Maybe. I don't know. Would I be able to make a runes check or something with? I mean, because I might actually be able to cast through it or direct it or whatever, but I also have the ice shard, so yeah. I don't know if that seems like a good idea or a bad idea. But if we're both on the horse, we're very close together. Yeah, I don't know. If we're both touching each other, it might be fine. It might not affect both of us. I have no idea. Okay, I, I will say right now, Butterbell is not a war-trained scouting pony. Right. If you're thinking that you're doing this on your pony, there's going to be more complicated things at foot here. Yeah, I don't think that's the way we want to go. We just end up riding off the wrong way because Oops. I didn't do my riding Butterbell check. gets hungry, you know. Yeah, I mean, my inclination is just to stick really close together, but if that seems like I don't really have a sense, and I don't know if Peppa would have a sense of if that's a good idea or a bad idea based on using the runes of the staff. Well, I can tell you I was right next to Ulf, but not touching him when he okay. don't know. slammed down, so... All right, then probably makes sense to separate. I don't know, but you could find out. We could find out, but probably there's other ways to find out without being in the middle of undead. Is your intention to activate the staff and then... To lure them in and then activate. That's Trick's intention, yes. So the staff is fully assembled. Yep. Okay, so you know how to use it? Yes. Deception check! <laughs> Trick was only making a deception check. What's your vigilance? <laughs> it's a yellow and a green. But I know that it can, anybody can activate a thing. Trick has no idea how to use it. But you ask him how, he's like, yes. I'm trying to think of what we know about the staff. I know that the rune can be, will have a base activation thing that I know he can do. Look, yep. I, I used the the ice thing once, right? Yeah. And it should be the same. But I don't know that I know anything else about it to know if there's other things he would be able to do. Or even if I would be able to do more than just cast through it. Yeah, so it's just like the... Ice shard, and you can do it with That's great. intent. All right, we can do this. Okay, so you're down in a sort of depressed area. Gully. Yeah, a, a gully. Do you want the ring? Which ring? Because you can activate it as well. No, that's too complicated. You, you to keep it. It will make you faster. A lot faster. Well, you need that to be faster? I'm assuming I won't be as close to the undead as you uh, are. I think I'll be okay. All right. So the idea is there's a gully, undead will like kind of 
be funneled into it if they are indeed attracted to what you're doing. And the scouts and stuff like that are hidden in the trees and things. They are all equipped with archery supplies. Yep. Beowin does does remind everybody that arrows are not super effective against skeletons, as it's difficult to properly hit them. But definitely, if there's any of the walking corpses, the bows should be fine against them. And Chuck, you go down into the gully. Yes. Am I basically the magic support then? There's... Am I the only one that showed up no. so far? Like everybody else is still in their way? Or we have Fenowin as well. Is Fenowin coming down into the gully also? I don't think I would put that on her. I only mean... because I think the staff would be. Okay. There is shaman support, Okay. sorcerer support present. The low-level shamans are on hand to heal anybody as needed, but they can also whack people with sticks, and they can also make the terrain difficult for the skeletons to move through. The sorceresses, the couple that are that level, they will sling fairy fire around, but they're all starting in the tree line so that they are hidden and out of the way. Should there be a large group of undead, some of them will end up leaving the immediate cover of the trees in order to smash because, you know, actually the magic users with their staffs, using them as staffs are more effective than the arrows for skeletons anyway. Right. I wasn't sure who on Hall had been able to show up at this point. Camellia is actually here for combat purposes. Peppa's not particularly brave, but also she doesn't want Trick just stuck in the middle by herself. So maybe I will be sort of like your magic support. Okay. So out of the range of the staff, but I don't know if that puts me close enough that I can at least assist. You're you're partway down the gully. You're exposed, but not. Yeah. So in order to be out of range of the staff's power, you need to be medium distance away. So that puts you kind of at the top end of the gully. But you're down in it, whereas the elves are up at, along the sides, the scout support. And Trick is down in the middle. So Maltrick, what's it going to be? Manu, finally! I mean, I think it's really just the staff. Especially if it lures them, all the powers in the staff, you can just point it and make it do its thing. Well, I have to get them as many as I can, as close as I can. Because that's how I know this works. Okay. You need to do something with this staff to essentially get their attention. You have assembled have the staff, but you have to do something with it. That is yeah. not to say you need to cast a magical spell. Right, right, right. Like, you can just activate the rune, which is the base level. Especially if I can physically see any of them off in the distance. Not until you do something with the staff. Okay. Then Trick will look around. I mean, all you have to do is tap it on the ground, apparently. No, it's got to be more dramatic than that. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. He'll shout about a little bit for the, the cursed undead. Are you taunting them, or are you sounding like you're their master? Uh, Trick is taunting them, definitely. Okay. If you just come, I'll give you your final rest. So it's, I guess I don't need it to sound coercive, because it's not a show for the dead, it's really a show for himself and for the other elves. Uh, so you are not pretending to be a necromancer? No, not in the slightest. Okay. Uh, yeah, it'll be like, come all you walking corpses, you skeletons, you bones. <laughs> yes. Okay. This description you're giving, is this verse of you doing something to work yourself up? Or? I think it should be. That is perhaps not even Trick's original intent, but that is what is going to happen. Uh, I don't know what skill to buff in this situation. Clearly it's an augment. Uh, I'm going to be fighting, I assume. Yeah, but in combat, like, sustaining an augment, yeah. that's a... That's a maneuver. Like, yeah, like, what we're doing here is the showpiece to get them present. Right, uh, whatever skill for I'm using this, if that's any skill. I think it's just like a maneuver to activate a rune, right? Or if it's some skill to further bring them in. I really think it's a performance of some sort. Okay. I think it's deception then. Yes. I agree. Okay. So where's the first check? This is... Two, which increased by one. I think that's fine. I don't need a ton. I'm going to spend my story points. You're doing magic while you're holding that thing. Yeah, that's fair. Get some bad vibes. Doing magic through the creepy staff. It's not the staff that summons them, it's your verse. Are you, like, twirling it? I'm not twirling it. it or like... Thumping, yeah, definitely thumping. Okay. <laughs> okay. And that the thumping, I'll say, is the aspect of the verse. Okay. One success is all I need. Two strain. That's straight building up. Okay, and then, then the deception. Do deception. 
It's against a large group, so it's three purples, and I am using my last story point. You are using your last story point. To upgrade. I will spend. You have a blue die because you have a tool. Oh, hey. The right tool for the job. <laughs> it's actually a staff. Doesn't the staff make it easier to cast? Is that. <laughs> oh, yeah, who knew? I don't think the staff works. I don't first. think. Yeah, I don't think that is the case because with first. Well, actually, you are using it as your instrument here. That is true. You are holding a staff that is made of willow, and as such, it adds an advantage to your roll. Huh. Well, in that case, you, I have one advantage. If you succeed your roll. I succeeded the roll. Okay. Who knew? Yeah. I don't know what I get with one magical. Can I pay a blue die forward? You can. So now you are putting on a show. Deception. Two successes and an advantage. And you are calling them towards you? Egging them on? Uh, it's egging them on, calling them to their final rest. Okay. I'm trying to think, do I even want to say, like, like your master will not help you? I'm trying to debate if I want to throw in a line like that. But to attract their attention, you trigger the staff as well. Yes. So, nobody is actually close enough to be hurt by this. That's good. Because you have arranged for everybody to be medium distance away. You spin the thing around and stuff, and then you... And it has a nice purple light. Yeah, a, yeah. a flump of purple light goes out to short range. It That's not going to do me any favors later. It rolls out. <laughs> and no sticks or logs are injured by it. Whew. Catching was right. Mate is not on your shoulder right now. Mate is staying up away, eyes in the sky. But is definitely created a ripple. And you have succeeded in your showmanship here. And so the undead hordes are going to be marching in. Perfect. Hordes? Hordes relative to the overall population. But that combat is going to start next Friday. That's fine. It was a pretty dramatic thing for you to do. That's what I do. 10 XP for tonight. You've been listening to Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game, and played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Jen, and our players were Lex and Daniel. For the serialized, narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our character art is by Del Borovic. See her work at DelBorovic.com. Our music is sampled from Return to Westnoth by Matthias Westland a.k.a. West, licensed under CC by SA 4.0, part of the Battle for Westnoth project. Visit them at westnoth.org. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, the only thing that separates you from knowledge is experience.